0: Happy Hobbit Days. Number two coming in. Uh, my chosen um quote to bastardize this week. Looks like podcast's back on the menu, boys. Oh man. I know that line. So you're a you're a Hobbit Days
1: family. I'm a toy or, or curfont family. <laughs> The Jewish? No, because Hobbit like Honda days. And, oh, have, and, oh, I understand. Yeah,
0: no, it, my my <laughs> pun's not on Honda days. It's on holidays. Oh. Yeah. That marketing. <laughs> okay. Oh. oh God. Well, that's not the mo- most interesting thing I thought we'd pick up on in that. But hey, yeah, yeah. Looks like looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. Where are these guys learning about menus? <laughs> <laughs> I'm not the first. I'm not pretending that this is an original thought, but I feel like it bears bears some uh, investigation here.
2: Well, why, why wouldn't? Well, I guess they're, they're orcs, right? But I mean, they, they don't are, have how? orcs. We
0: just saw them be created.
2: Yeah. Well, the other thing, everybody, everybody knows about them too. I feel like they mention them a lot. This Every thing. everyone they run into, they're like, there was a pack of. Orokai or something like that. I'm like, wow, everyone knows this. <laughs> maybe um maybe they have little Orokai pubs.
0: <laughs> <laughs> My yeah. sister suggested that the only restaurant in Isengard is a Chili's to go. <laughs> like an airport Chili's. Oh, see that? I can see that too. I mean they have to have a little bar. You think they have a bar? Yeah. Where they all hang out at the end of the day? <laughs> yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, tough work in the yeah. death mines today. Yeah.
2: Yeah. So that's, that's my headcanon.
0: I burned down a whole family home and, you know, really worked up a sweat.
2: <laughs> can, I, can I take a look at your drink menu?
0: <laughs> oh, it looks like meat's back on the menu, boys. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. All right. <laughs> Uh, As you guys know, I don't know how to start the podcast yet, so it'll either be with Happy Honda Days or something along the lines of, welcome to Late to the Movies, this is a podcast where my friends and I get to fill in our movie blind spots. Every week we'll pick a movie that either I or a guest hadn't seen before and really should have by now. This week, continuing Happy Hobbit Days is The Two Towers, Peter Jackson's 2002, I mean instant classic, everyone loved it when it came out, I still love it now. Spoiler alert. Yep. Now, now you know how I feel about it. Your guest this week, left to right across your podcast dial. We got Robbie. Hey. We got Greg. Hey. And uh, that's that's where we're at. That's it. That's we it. we got a lot of friends. We <laughs> don't have a lot of friends. And also here. I'm also here. That's true. Uh, yeah. Before we get into it, I don't know. We just did this last week. Have you guys seen anything else recently? No. I don't mean to rush us, but. I've been watching Arrested Development again. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's fun. I I don't know if I ever finished it. I didn't love the Netflix seasons. The the middle net, like the, the
1: season four sucked. Season five was pretty good. Okay. Season four was that weird, like, we're going to do the whole season in a weekend from different perspectives, and I've never yes. successfully seen that done.
0: I, don't I think, think Mitch Hervitz recut it at some point to be like... Oh, just to just proceed chronologically. Okay. Jumping between the characters like a TV show normally
1: would. I'm on season 3, so hopefully when I get there I can watch a normal.
0: One. Yeah. Yeah, I think there's like an official recut version of it that some people say is better because yeah, it's just like it's trying to do the, you know, the Rashomon thing where it's like, "Oh, this changes, this is a different perspective on that thing from a few episodes ago." But I hate it. It's just the whole season. When when sitcoms do that, it's usually like one episode. Yeah, it was just and like, it's a, like a fun gimmick. But
1: I'm like, how how do you follow what's going on? You keep changing what happened every episode. Yeah, like, uh.
0: yeah. It was tough. The fake block stuff was pretty funny. I liked that. The what? Fake block. The all the all the Michael Sarah stuff. I oh, still thought it was pretty yeah, funny. Yeah, yeah. Once he, you should watch the Development. It's really funny.
2: I feel like someone's told me that before, probably you. But yeah,
1: it's Maybe. really good. You've probably seen like memes from all the best parts, but
0: they're even better
1: in context.
0: Yeah, and just is a thing that was actually on network TV and winning like Emmys and still got canceled it's because. Way too weird for network, but oh well.
1: I just got to the scene where uh, Job is like, I heard the jury's still out on science, and I'm really surprised I haven't seen that one memed more often because like, it could fit in so many. I'm like, this oh, this God. should be one of the like the screen grabs people use, so I saved it. And I'm waiting to use it. The two towers.
0: Ah, there we go. Yeah. The, yeah. the two towers.
2: I was more prepared for this time, but yeah, I like, picked this one, and I was like, oh, there it is. Yep, there's the runtime, three hours. HBO Max just puts it right on there.
0: Once again, the extended version about a little less than an hour longer, so almost four hours, I believe. And, uh, you know, cool movie. Or maybe, actually, I don't know. I think it's right under four hours, so maybe it is like an hour or more longer, whatever. So we
1: all just recently watched this. Don't they say, like, right in the beginning what the two towers are?
0: Right, so in the movie, this is... Okay, I guess we can start with the title. Before we get the plot summary, <laughs> um, uh, in the book, the cover of the book is different towers than what it says in the movie. Okay, the, the, yeah, in the movie, they have a uh, Christopher Lee voiceover specifically say that he's talking about Barad-dur and Isengard, yeah, or thank, but I don't think they ever used that, it's just Isengard. Um, I think the Two Towers book he clarifies in like, uh, I think at the end of the f- the volume that becomes the Fellowship of the Ring, there's like a note where Tolkien clarifies that the two towers he's referring to are our thank Isengard and uh, Sirith, uh, no, 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 my, uh, minus Morgul, I'm pretty sure, um, which isn't even in this movie because okay. they don't get there in this movie.
1: <laughs> gotcha. Um, oh, oh, I. Yeah.
0: Yeah. That's where I didn't we briefly show, but that's where the Nazgûl come from. That's like where the Witch-king comes from. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Um which obviously they get a lot more into in the next movie. But we can't talk about that yet. But yeah, so the in the movie they specifically have Christopher Lee say, "Here are the two towers that the two towers is referring to." That,
1: I yes. literally just, immediately almost. I, yeah. I literally just saw a meme today that was like, "Never ask a Lord of the Rings fans which two towers they're referring to." And now that I guess this, there's there's
0: difference between the yeah right. Well, there's yeah, there's debate anyway. I mean, Tolkien himself said it was this, but he thought about a bunch of different combinations of towers that it could be. Gotcha. Um, there's a lot of towers. It's it's uh, medieval fantasy, so it's a lot of towers. People love, to love their towers. <laughs> Lord of the Rings, the towers. Problem solved. Uh, that's the one, towers. one of the many things that I want to focus on in this episode. Is going to be the way they adapted this, which should have been like a nearly impossible task. But before we can get too deep into it, who wants to give us a one minute plot summary? Should probably be me. Okay, give me one second. Yeah.
1: It's only like three hours to condense into a minute.
2: I know. Honestly, this one's not that hard to condense into a minute. I don't think, like
0: for a broad overview. Okay. Nope. Especially, I mean, if you're just focusing on ostensibly the main character Frodo, it won't take that long at all. <laughs>
2: It'll take I can do it in <laughs> ten seconds.
0: Frodo's
1: there. <laughs> yep.
2: Okay. So yeah, our movie picks up right where our last one left off. Uh, Gimli, uh, Legolas, and Aragorn are uh, looking for Merry and Pippin. Uh, they end up getting sidetracked. They're uh, in Rohan. They're uh, dealing with the army of Orokai going there. While this is happening, Frodo's walking to to Mordor with Sam. Uh, Gollum, Sméagol, meets up with them, and they kind of make an alliance with him to find their way. Uh, our other three guys end up uh, meeting back up with Gandalf. Merry and Pippin are helping some Ents going to Isengard. Um, they end up. Uh, those three end up, oh my god, there's so much happening. <laughs> Those three end up going to Helm's Deep. The Orokai are attacking. Uh, Frodo and Sam are still walking. They end up getting captured <laughs> by Bor- Boromir's brother. Now that's a mess. <laughs> yeah, it's a, a disaster over there. The Ents destroy Isengard. They destroy the Orokai at Helm's Deep because Gandalf and the Riders of Rohan come and save them, and some elves help too. Uh, and then Frodo and Sam leave Boromir's brother Faramir and just continue along their way. The end?
0: Yep. Uh so
1: You did just kind of glance over Gandalf coming back. You're like, yeah, hey, Gandalf's there. Don't worry about back it. Again. <laughs> you
0: know, I don't have time. <laughs> so I, I, I went with look like looks like podcasts back on the menu, boys, but because I didn't want to do the obvious one, which was obviously my podcast. Like my precious. Oh, yeah. Don't yeah. like
2: that. I'll yeah. be honest, there's Third, like I
0: wouldn't that either.
2: Three things that are happening, like three groups that are all pretty important in this. And they oh, keep yeah. they cut between them a lot. Like yes. very, very frequent to the point where it's like, I don't know which one of these I talk about when, because these definitely are all happening at like the exact same time.
0: Yeah. Well, it's uh structure is really important to this movie. And one of the biggest challenges when in the late 90s, Peter Jackson and his team started trying to make these movies happen. Originally with Miramax. As you see, the two Weinsteins are in the credits as producers. Uh, originally, they were going to make two movies with Miramax, and they were trying to figure out how to split up the two towers, half into the first movie and half into the second movie. When it got picked up by New Line, that's when they'd expanded into three movies. But still, they had to decide where to finish it. So the book starts with Boromir's death and ends with, just just in case, you've actually seen Return of the King, right, technically?
2: Yeah, I really don't, uh, I don't spoil anything because I really know okay, basically cool. nothing else. So I know one thing about it, and that's basically, well, two if you count the ending.
0: So the her that Gollum is saying we could bring them to her, she could do it at mm-hmm. the end of the movie. Yes. So that is in Two Towers, the book. Oh, okay. Um Whereas in the movie, obviously it starts after that point and ends before that point for certain characters because The Lord of the Rings is one giant tome, it's broken into six books, because they can't publish it all as one big thing, they break it into three novels. Book three and four are the two towers, and book three and four have fuck all to do with each other. Uh, book three is about Rohan and the Fellowship rem- remaining guys in Isengard, called like The Treachery of Isengard. And book four is just about Frodo and Sam going east with the ring. Okay, interesting. So they're very, like, very separate Um, some like contemporary criticism says like, wow, yeah, second half of the book, nothing happens (laughs) (laughs) because it's just these guys walking around with the ring.
1: I was going to say book four kind of sounds like it sucks.
0: Well, as you can see what they actually take from book four. Well, it has like a, a climactic set piece that doesn't happen in this movie. Um, they never actually go to Asgiliath, which is the Gondorian city that they're in at the end. Mm hmm. And they kind of wink to the audience where Sam's like, by right, we shouldn't even be here Um, (laughs) Uh because they never were there in the, in the actual book. (sighs) Anyway, point being um, adaptation is difficult and I feel like they do a good job being like, actually these things are happening at roughly the same time and kind of matching up the two storylines and um, trying to make it. So they all sort of hit something like a climax at the same time.
1: I think it was a good call, especially like when there was a, offhand mention in the first movie of like well the fellowship is like split up can they still succeed and i think the response is like well as long as they all work towards the same goal or something like that and it was a good way to like show that they're still doing that
0: yeah and to find sort of like a narrative through line that connects them all instead of it just being completely disparate yeah you know you get the ending bit where this the second half of this movie, very little Sam Frodo and column, yes, doing anything besides just being sort of ferried around if yes. on screen at all. um but you still like give Sam the big speech at the end that's shown over a montage of all the other things that are happening to kind of give you like a uh, what you said as long as we're all like there is still some goodness in the world and that's worth fighting for. yeah, um,
2: yeah, it is weird because it does. Everything feels so connected, but these groups I don't think talk to each other at all, right? Y- yeah. Now, a thing yeah. that
0: I accidentally spoiled for you in the last episode was like, yeah, these guys don't see each other for a while. Yeah, I didn't
2: <laughs> like they don't at, at all. The they, only they
0: never, yeah, the fellowship remaining members never catch up to Merry and Pippin. Yeah, the in this only
2: movie. um, like interactions they have, they don't even show because Merry and Pippin talked to Gandalf at one point. Yep. And it is not shown on screen.
0: <laughs> a, a great misdirect though, where you yes. did you think it was Saruman that the tree brought him to for a second?
2: I wasn't sure because I knew Gandalf came back. Yeah. And I know he comes back as Gandalf the White. So I knew that. So I was like, oh, this can't be Saruman. I was like, this has to be Gandalf. If it was Sorumon, they
1: probably right? would have just called him Sorumon, too. They wouldn't say like the white wizard or whatever. Yeah. yeah. So
2: I, I was like, this I, I was like pretty positive that it was Gandalf. But then when the other three bump into him in the woods for a second, I was like, I thought that might have been, uh, Soramon. Cause I was yeah. oh. obviously with Mary, Mary and Pippen, they were fucked, but I was like, oh, the other three, maybe they won't be fucked if they bump into him. You know what I mean? Yeah. So that's why I was like, oh, is this going to be him? Uh, but yeah.
0: So something that isn't necessarily an adaptation choice, but just sort of a radical thing that this movie does is. You know, the first movie, Fellowship of the Ring. You like these guys hanging out. It's great. They were split up. Not only do they not hang out in this movie, but a lot of the movie is like, just trust me, you're going to love these guys from Rohan. We're going to spend a lot of time with them and their problems. And I know you want to see your friends, but you're going to like these guys too. <laughs>
2: yes, I. they did. They introduced a lot of new people.
0: Yes. Yeah. Um. Bernard, I mean, he's British, so I assume he pronounces it Bernard instead of Bernard, but Bernard or Bernard Hill is in this movie. He plays Theoden, King of Rohan. Mm-hmm. Um, he, You guys weren't on the other episode that he was in, but a few years before this, do you know another movie that we've talked about that he's in? He's the captain of the Titanic in Titanic.
2: Huh. Oh, huh.
0: Um, that's
2: funny. I yeah. feel like I can recognize him now.
0: And uh, yeah, I, he's great. He's really good. I really like Theoden as a character. <laughs> He he starts off, like, holding a a massive L, but by the end, he turns that into a W.
2: I really like how gross and old he is at first. Yeah,
0: It's pretty great. Like,
1: I was watching for it, too. Like, they do his transition, like, real quick. He's almost, like, turning into a moss being. And then, like, you're like, oh, is he just that old? And then it's just all gone. It was kind
0: of... All, like, cataracted eyes or whatever. Yeah, Yeah, like, even his hands were, like, green before... he was gross as hell. <laughs> he was so gross. So,
2: so gross.
0: That's what Sauron possession will do to you. Yes. So. Uh, in the books, he's not possessed by Sauron. It's just uh, Grima, Wormtongue, has just really fucked him up oh. with shit that he's been telling him. He's really just like shaking his resolve. Oh, geez. Um. Yeah. So, um... Grima also really Gross.
2: Yeah, also really gross, but just ha- that's just how he is. I don't know
1: why <laughs> they trusted the guy whose last name was Wormtongue. Like, where
2: did he, probably, he get this from being on? Uh, when they uh, said, a real straight talker, <laughs> when they said his last name, I was like, He's shitting me. Yeah. <laughs> you guys trust this guy? It's like, Oh, this
1: is uh, Grima backstabbing Mastered. He's my closest confidant.
0: I, I have to imagine that's like an earned title that wasn't like his given name.
1: <laughs> I, I, he <laughs> comes from a long line of worm tongues. Even at the first name, like he, too, though. He might not Garima? say. Oh, this is greasy worm tongue. <laughs> yeah. like maybe, Hi, my name's
0: Grima. <laughs> maybe that's like what Gandalf calls him, but he probably doesn't introduce himself as that.
1: <laughs> there was some names in this one where I'm like, token, you created an entire masterpiece, but like your best word you can come up for with for big elephants is oliphants.
0: <laughs> yeah, because it's all of them. All the
1: fonts. I was just like, "Come on, man! Like you could have called them anything. Why did you just call them elephants?" Yeah. If
0: so I don't, I don't want to move on too Sorry. far from it, but um, just, just a thing you said that I wanted to circle back to the transition that they had to my eye, seems to be, and I mean, sure, there's probably some CGI in there, but my. Sort of like the power of cinema. Mind wants to say that it's like a makeup transition, mm. a la classic like Universal monster movies, like The Wolf Man, which is famously the guy that's the actor in The Wolf Man went through this laborious process where he basically they shot him in one position but applied different makeup to him multiple times. Oh, they like stop motioned him. <laughs> Just yeah, basically stop motioned his face. Um, and it, that seems to be like it's going in phases when they had it's not like a smooth thing. It seems to be jumping like that. Yeah, I can see that. Uh, I hope that's the case. There's, you know, dozens of hours of behind the scenes footage on this movie. And I don't want to look up that part because I, I like that version of the truth. Anyway. Uh, yeah. Who else is here? We got Carl Urban from, uh, well, most recently from the boys, I guess. Was he the like, uh, other dude? Uh, Amer, yeah, the Rohanian Rahrim uh, general. They're just like fuck this. I'm yeah, there's there's like a couple guys if from the books that they combine into this version of Amer. Okay, and that's Carl Urban. Uh, Aa wins also in there. The uh, those are the the nephew and niece of Theoden. His son dies. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah, he's got that no. Grima on the brain. <laughs> then he does care later. Yes, later. Anyway, smoking that Grima. Uh, I was thinking a lot about something I think you said, maybe Corey said, maybe I'm thinking it was you because it was Corey, but he was sitting in that chair. He wasn't. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, he was sitting right there. Oh, uh, okay. There was someone to my left. I think because I was sitting over there, it was that of distance to my left. <laughs> 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 um, but it was about how Peter Jackson doesn't like sort of fake looking magic. That was Corey. That was Corey. Yep. So was something Corey said in the last episode that I was thinking a lot about during the like showdown scene in Eteris in the throne room where Gandalf is like approaching him with his staff and like yelling at Saruman. And there's no, there's no like CGI lightning bolts coming out of it. It's just, it's just a bunch of people acting like, whoa, he's got a big, st-. <laughs> he can do shit with that. It's just acting. And like, you don't think, and, and Peter Jackson was right. It would have looked stupid with that. And actually, like, the counterintuitive thing is it is just an old guy with a big stick and everyone's like,
3: whoa.
1: But it looks cooler that way. It does. It was kind of funny when he's walking in and he's like, all your weapons. Like, would you deny an old man his stick? He's like, no, but I would deny a wizard his most powerful weapon. What the fuck are you trying to do, Gandalf?
2: Yeah. <laughs> and it seems like they all know him, too. <laughs> he's just like, oh, right. He's listen, just like- stick.
0: Like we're cool, but like it's just this Grima dude. He's being real weird about it. So it's the grimy worm guy. <laughs> yeah, it's that grimy worm guy who's clearly like rapidly turned our king completely like off mentally. But he, Physically. what he says goes. Made Should we stop gross.
1: people from burning our villages? What? No, those guys are our homies. Fuck you, Grima.
0: Yeah. <laughs> oh. I po-
1: don't.
2: I don't like that they like Grima leave.
0: Yeah. Well, it's uh, it's Aragorn that doesn't let uh, Theoden kill him. It's
2: like enough
1: blood so has
0: been spilled on
1: his behalf. It's like, well, I mean, I don't know if it really counts if it's his blood being spilled on his behalf. Like,
2: it's not like
0: a counter hey, on He
2: immediately runs and tattles on him.
0: <laughs> it all it all works out eventually, I guess. So that's pl- that 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 <laughs> jerk is played by uh, Brad Dorif. I've never known if that's how to pronounce it, but Brad Dorif. Um, You might know from a bunch of things. He's in a million things, including these, the voice of Chucky in the child's play movies. Hmm. Uh, He's in Deadwood. He's in a million things. Deadwood's cool. You'd like Deadwood. Hmm. Um, What else is going on in Rohan? Well, uh, Eowyn's there too, kind of having a, like furtive glances with Aragorn. That's sort of what she, that's sort of her thing in this movie.
2: (laughs) Oh, the, yeah. What's her name? Aowin, No, There was a lot of with, people that start with E O. No, right? It was
1: Arwin, not to be confused no, with Ar- his Ar- other lover,
0: Arwin.
2: Arwin is yeah. <laughs> I don't want to. I mean, we're all over the place, but I really like. I'm when, trying to
0: keep it on Rohan right now. I I know. I'm sorry, but you mentioned <laughs> okay. Arwen,
2: and I just got it, it killed me. Um, she only has like one scene in this, and it's when she's like thinking about him, and I I don't know if there's something actually happening. But he's like unconscious on the the riverbank mm-hmm. and then she kisses him and then the horse comes over and I really like to think that she did not kiss him and he's thinking about it and this horse is like, <laughs> I
1: don't know why. Because it's like definitely a bit that would happen in like some kind of show. I'm like, are they doing this? I had the same thought. I was like, are you gonna make up this horse? <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry.
0: Like Arwen says, if it's a dream, then it is a good dream. <laughs> yes. <laughs> yep. Yeah, he's uh yeah, he's knocked out his ass. Yeah. And he he eventually has to get back himself to Helm's Deep. But, uh,
2: oh yeah, but so Eowyn is the girl.
0: Originally a part offered to Uma Thurman, she turned it down, later said she regretted it. But yeah, I don't know. There's no one that's like that level of famous as I guess this would have come out in two thousand two, but filmed. Early, late nineties, early thousands, Uma Thurman.
1: I don't know. I feel like it would be a waste of a big name actress to like have her be in there
0: and not really. I know, especially in Return of the King, a lot of the extended stuff, um, sorry, a lot of Eowyn stuff is in the extended. Yeah. So maybe that would have been in the theatrical cut if it's Uma Thurman. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I think that, I mean, the person who does it is really good. Yeah. I yeah, like She's great. No, I, I didn't, th- I,
1: it, it's just not like a, like if you're going to hire one of the biggest stars in Hollywood yeah. at the time, you're
0: not going to give them a, a minor role in the movie. No, the most the famous person when these movies are coming out is probably Ian McKellen, I'm yeah, guessing. Yeah. Which works because Gandalf is the most famous person in the movie. Yeah. yeah. I <laughs> Besides had, like Sauron.
2: <laughs> I had way too much concern for Aowen um, and uh, Aragorn's thing they had going on. Considering everything else that was going on, I was like, it's hot. What about his hot elf wife or whatever? <laughs> I was this like, this, this lady messed here. up. I was like this. Is, I was like, no, but because he doesn't really have. The, I don't know. Yeah, there was. I was like, uh I did. And then that lady, I was like, oh this it's lady, she, she was real thirsty. But I was like, oh, she, she'd be nice for him. I think. I'm like, oh, but it's a hot elf wife. And I was like, why am I worried about this? Right. <laughs> <now>? <laughs> well, is Frodo going so to get to the mountain? <laughs> <laughs> well,
0: that's the magic of these movies, and that's and that's playing into. Seemingly, in this movie, Arwen decides to go west to Valinor with the rest of the elves. Yes, and not stick around for Aragorn. Which, as Elrond point as Elrond as Elrond points out, it would be really shitty to be immortal. Okay, yeah. yeah.
2: I even in the in the last episode, I the last movie, I was the I was thinking that.
0: Especially when she decides that like this is the dude forever. He's like. Uh, a transient, who just sort of <laughs> travels around and gets into hor- horrific fights. Yes, I was like,
2: thirty years. If you're lucky, you doesn't that. have a house, Arwen. <laughs>
0: I was like, what is what is Arwen
2: thinking here?
1: I, it doesn't. It still does not make sense to me. But believe
0: mean, it, It's fu- like, Well, in this movie, she decides, fuck that guy. Yeah. I'm going west. Good for her. <laughs> Getting on those boats. Yeah. Um. Yeah, well, Uh. I think originally they planned to have Arwen be part of the elf retinue that's sent to Helm's Deep, but no one wanted that. <laughs> Fans reacted poorly <laughs> they were, because that's not really what Arwen does in these in these stories, so... Yeah, was, she doesn't give off a fighter vibe.
1: Like, I feel like she'd be like, I'm here, we're we going," and, like, it'd be an arrow through yeah. red.
0: They already committed to having elves go to Helm's Deep, though, so they still do, and I think it's a good moment. I think it's a fine move,
1: but again, to the point of, like, man, these people, there's, like, apparently only, like, 200 of them. They live for 2,000 years, and... Uh, arrow kills him just as quick as it kills a regular guy you know what like that's a crazy trade-off
0: yeah you have to yeah. really weigh how worth the battle is yeah which is why it's a big deal and that guy uh, what half deer whatever his name is haldir i think haldir. I say, he yeah he's elf. only in there for a little bit but it is like impactful and you get like you see like aragorn gets it he gets like the whole elf deal so he knows like yeah, it really sucks. Yeah, he just would have kept on going if he didn't take that arrow. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I,
2: I like that the elves come, but yeah, at the same time, I was like, man, how many, how many people are in Helm's Deep right now? I think they only said it was a couple hundred. <laughs> it's
0: yeah. technically all of Rohan, but also
1: rohan was like six houses in a a palace
2: (laughs) hall yes i was thinking that. i know it was all rohan but it didn't seem like that many people she's like
1: wait why do you guys live in this shitty plains village when you have a giant mountain fortress like why isn't this your normal
0: place to live you could start filling this place up (laughs) it sucks here we're not we don't have any view (laughs) based on the cheddar gorge in southwest england yeah. It's funny because, like, you think of England and you're like, oh, those people are boring, but, like, parts of their topography does just look like that, mm. and that's cool. Oh, that's interesting, yeah. We don't have that here.
1: Oh, well, too bad it's always raining and you can't go enjoy it.
0: Well, that's that's what happens in Helm's Deep, too. <laughs> uh, Helm's Deep, technically the valley, the horn, the horn guard is the fortress, whatever, the horn Hornburg Hornberg is the <laughs> horn- fortress. Hornberg. Is it really oh. called Hornberg?
3: Yeah.
2: One thing I noticed these movies really like they love trying to fake you out and be like, this person's died. Because they do that with Merry and Pippin, too, like right here. Because when they meet up with the riders from Rohan, they're like, we killed everybody. <laughs> Burned them all. Sorry if your bros were in there.
1: They would have looked like children. Yeah, we would have killed them.
2: They <laughs> <laughs> Would have looked like children. Yeah. Yeah, and they'd be fucking dead right now. <laughs> and I like how they weren't upset about that. They're like, yeah, that's, yeah, that's we, how it Yeah, we we're left
0: none alive. Here's we, two horses. We, we got
1: you. Horses. This is about two hobbits, right? I mean, they're way bigger. You can't ride hobbits. <laughs>
2: <laughs> but yeah, they try to fake you out because, like I said in the last one, there's a couple times they're like, Frodo's going to die, you know what I mean? And, and Gandalf and this. And it doesn't work all that well when you make like the most famous movies ever. <laughs> Almost as if everybody knows who what characters are in them and which ones die. Yeah. So I did not think Mary and Piven were dead. They they
1: commit to it pretty hard, too. Yeah. They're like, oh, here's some burnt Elvish stuff, right? An orc wouldn't have
2: this, would <laughs> it? They do commit to it hard. I but mean, did mean, it didn't work at the time? Probably.
0: No. Aragorn immediately yeah. figures out, like, actually, I can see these tracks and they left.
1: <laughs> yeah, that was that was fun. I'm, I'm not going to try yeah. to dissect them. they were right here they were. He's Man, a Ranger. there was a battle here like you they, they stacked all of these this bodies 400
0: horses he's he's like really good at that particular skill <laughs> i, I don't know what he does
1: he's a transient i guess yeah. Yeah.
0: i believe
2: he could track him he's right here look they were here this is where they peed themselves you can smell it still.
0: <laughs> hobbit pee <laughs> it's got an earthy tone <laughs> <laughs> it's like you can tell that from our grass No they actually left a note <laughs> <laughs> Dear I record, We know you're going to find this We ran into this, the forest well, Why
2: would they go into the forest? I don't know maybe because it was like A million orokai that were trying
0: to eat them Yeah I do like that they're like "Ooh, They should not have gone in the forest They should have died went- and burned in this pile It's
1: like, Well the riders definitely would have killed them So they made the best choice possible
0: <laughs> They made the right to, with The information they had Having never left the shire before <laughs> They're like, which seems more dangerous in this moment? Well, not the forest. And I mean, realistically, even in
1: like in the middle of the battle, are they going to do like flag somebody down? I'm like, hey, save us! We're like, cool. oh, there's another enemy. <laughs> yeah, right. Exactly, children? Yeah. Yes, stab them.
0: Uh, but yeah, that's that's Chekhov's ace uh, horse fighting crew that comes back at the end. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's led by Ammer. So we probably want to save Helm's Deep for its own section. So let's switch over to Marion Pippin. Um. Yeah, looks like meets back on the menu, boys. Fight, fight, crawl into the f- the woods, chased by that one guy. That one guy gets super murked.
1: Guy one guy was fuck real obsessed guy. with just killing them. Like all he of was his hungry. friends are like fighting. He's like, nah, fuck these hobbits.
2: Fuck that guy. Yeah, he that sucked. guy sucked. <laughs> that <laughs> guy sucked, sucked really bad.
0: Didn't care for him at all. No. Well it's like he was a villain. Dude, it's almost like so they meet up with Treebeard, yes. voiced by John Rhys-Davies, who is Gimli. Um, that's why, if you're wondering why I sound like Gimli, that's why. Oh, I didn't even notice. I should have had a scene where they talk to each other. He he does a really good job. I don't think he sounds that much like Gimli, but yeah. he's doing his like slow thing. So. Yes. Uh, what would you think of the Ents? Oh, I really like the Ents. Ents I, knew <laughs> th- I
2: knew there were Ents in this, but I didn't know much. I just for, I, I could remember like seeing Merry and Pippin riding an Ent. Yep. Like, I remember I, I must have caught it on TV at one point or something, like going through channels. But I knew Mary and Pippin are like on the end at one point. Um, yep. and that's all I really knew about this. I honestly thought all the ends were gonna die or mm. something because it seems so like they're they they. mostly, yeah, because they and they say it too. And like, <laughs> I'm like, oh, fuck, all the ends die, I guess. Hmm. Uh, but it seems like they're all kind of fine in the end. Yeah this is
0: really hard to kill a giant tree.
2: It seems to be yes. Um they yeah.
0: they're not they don't have enough self-confidence not to jump ahead to Isengard but they I mean the like one of the hardest lines you'll ever hear a, a living tree say you know to the Yents go to war and most likely to our doom, the final march of the ants, and the music swells and they're running. And next time you see him, they are just fucking
3: some <laughs> like, of you, these like, guys. It's
1: like the logistics of killing it. It's like, all right, I guess you can like spend forty-five minutes trying to chop through the middle of it. One of them gets lit on fire, and that works for yeah. what, two He's and a fine half. Though, seconds cause they cause
2: break down. <laughs> yeah. My weird. my thought was maybe they knew that he had the army, but the army happens to not be there.
0: Oh, uh, right. okay. Yes, that, that's that's a good point. the Uru, uh, The urukai aren't there. I guess
1: ten thousand of them trying to chop down an it uh, goes a lot quicker than a handful yes. of guys.
0: Yeah,
2: they happen to go when there's nobody fucking at Isengard, like at all. Yeah, yeah It's,
0: they it's, it's no really way of it's that. just like the maintenance guys that are still <laughs> 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 the blacksmiths. Yeah, but yeah, it's, they it's, wipe out the
2: janitorial
0: team. <laughs> it's like the whole war engine that they've left pretty much unguarded.
1: I'm not even supposed to be here.
0: Yeah, I mean, there's still orcs there, but yeah, it's. I think we assume all the urukai, yeah. are at Helm's Deep. So,
1: I'd imagine he probably left like at most a hundred behind. Like he
2: sent it. Yeah, his yeah he he seemed like most of the force wasn't there. So I, that's what I assumed is that he got lucky.
0: Bringing bringing that dam down is such a cool move. <laughs> now, w- the one thing
2: I wasn't sure on is um, m- uh, it's Merry who tries to convince the Ents right to to go to war. And they're like, yeah, No,
0: he makes the first argument. Yes. But eventually, it's Pippin who tells Treebeard to go south, which y- leads to him deciding that, yeah, let's go to war.
2: Yes. Um, Pippin, did he tell him to go south because he knows all the trees are destroyed over there? I don't think so. He just is like, let's just fucking go. Yeah,
1: That's it, Pippin's luck for you, I, dude. I think okay. he was expecting, like, if anything, maybe for them to try to attack and then Treebeard to defend. That that was kind of my yeah. okay but I don't think he had any idea the trees were destroyed at that point.
0: Closer to danger is further from harm. I think he says. Yeah. Mm -hmm. The one thing too,
1: like you mentioned luck, the thing in this movie, uh, and they don't ever cover it, but like, that is the one thing that like the good God can do. Like anything you would say like, Oh wow. They got really lucky. You can kind of just attribute to that was, I forgot the guy's name, but like that was his hand at work. Like, the ends were able to do that and the Orcs weren't there because that's how things were arranged by the god. Like, he couldn't directly, you know, kill everyone, but he could make that timing work out well. Line up.
0: But yeah. I like that.
1: That's It's something I've read on, like, the Reddit from people that know a lot more about this than me. But, like, that's the limited af- impact oh, they yeah. can have. But, like, any of those, like... And when we get to the third movie, there's another moment where I can... They're like, that's where his influence is taking effect.
0: Yeah, in case it has... I don't think this you know, caveat needs to be stated, but just in case there's any like actual Tolkien scholars listening, I'm sure we're getting a ton of stuff wrong, but oh, sure. basically just mostly movie stuff and some, you know, trivia facts about differences is what I know. <laughs> yeah.
2: I know nothing. Yeah, I really burnt. liked the Ents like council on that, them being <laughs> So all slow And like, the, we've decided you're not orcs. <laughs> and they're
0: like, fuck. Wait, that's what you were talking about. Uh, I think in the books, they're just like, yeah, we'll help. So, I, I really, like that they stretch it out.
1: I, I love the like, and they're like, if, if there's anything worth saying, it's worth taking a long time to say. I thought that was like a really cool like point. Yeah. I don't know. It was, that was really
2: but yeah, cool. I really like that because obviously it's funny. And um, also I really like when Mary is yelling at them to go to war because I feel like that's the first thing that Mary and Pippin have done. Because in the first movie, it was just them like ruining everything <laughs> up until the end when they give Frodo the chance to escape.
0: Yeah that was Peter Jackson's reason for making them not immediately like agree amongst themselves to go to war is because otherwise Mary and Pippin are just there and mm-hmm. not really doing anything. This actually gives them an active role. Yes. And like and it a decision. Yeah, it is. Oh, for sure. Yeah. It's much better for those characters. <laughs> I love that. They're like throwing rocks at orcs. And I yes. It's yeah. Like, they're <laughs> like there and he's like, good job. And there's like, Oops. the are like hugging boulders. <laughs> and he's like, hitting, like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. ugh." Good stuff. Good good stuff from those boys. Um, They made a big, big puppet, I think 14 feet of like the top of Treebeard and um, not always going to be like, and there's lots of behind the scenes footage, but this is actually worth seeking out. They're sitting, I think, on like bicycle seats, but they are actually being lifted up by a robot and Um, like moved around like
2: that. That's really cool.
0: While uh, John Reese Davies is like doing live the Treebeard voice and doing his lines, and they're, like, up in a tree being swung around. It's, uh... Yeah, apparently they would just leave them there between takes and when they went on break. It's probably too difficult to
2: get you guys out of that robot. So. We'll throw a sandwich up to there to you.
0: <laughs> uh, yeah. But I, I don't know. This is, I think... Rewatching Fellowship for the last episode, I was like, yeah, man, Pippin really just doesn't do anything helpful. He's just... <laughs> He's in the middle of a lot of important moments and fucks them all up. It's
1: like you weren't supposed to go on this adventure, and you're just ruining it for
2: everyone. He just ruins things in the f- in the fellowship, and then this Mary is, is just along with him basically, yeah, until the very end. They do help Frodo in the end escape.
0: Yes, that's a good moment, but that's all Mary. Pippin doesn't know what he's... doesn't like. Immediately grasp what he's doing. Oh yeah. And if Mary was, and he he does help, but if Mary wasn't there, he wouldn't have had that idea. I feel like yes. Um, but yeah. And then I think it's just, it's good. Pippin does is better in this, and then he's very helpful in the next movie. So. Do you think his name is an intentional
1: play on like he always like pips in? <laughs> you know, I don't know. Like that's what's been popping through because, like, that's what, that's why I got his nickname because he just never shuts up. He's always pipping in. I, I mean, I think it works. <laughs> and Mary's just going along and being
2: married. Yeah. But they don't like really do that much. So their whole thing is just, Them getting dragged by the Orkai for a bit. Yep. Meeting Treebeard. Going to that little council meeting and then fighting at the tower. Um, And they stretched that over three (laughs) hours. But. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know. It was weird because you really. I I don't feel like there was ever a point where I was like. We did not need this. Or like where's Mary and Pip and I haven't seen them in so long. Mm. You know what I mean? Like they really do like cut you back and forth so much. But you don't. I don't know they do yeah. I don't know how they did that.
0: Some a lot of my notes what once Helms Deep started I started taking notes and I had them like formatted differently what if it's Helms Deep or whatever it's cutting back to and it just be like oh this crazy stuff happens Legolas ride, does a surfboard move with his shield down the staircase or back with the tree boys they're talking it out and okay now this other crazy stuff's happening and it's like every sixth bullet point is, oh, the tree boys are still walking
2: around. So for this movie, I, I knew, like I said, I knew the ends because I, I remember Pitt, Mary and Pippin riding them. And I thought I had seen the Battle of Helm's Deep because um, I worked at a place where someone would rewatch it over and over and over again. Interesting. But I didn't realize because of how much it cuts he was only watching one section of the Battle of Helms Deep.
0: There's only
2: one part of it that I had seen.
0: I was going to say, because they stretched the Helms Deep battle over the last like hour of the movie. It's right? like the
2: last hour. <laughs> no, I watched like a 10-minute section of the battle oh, okay. over and over oh. and over again.
0: So most of it I had not
2: I, I hadn't actually that's seen fun.
0: that's I think
1: when we were first talking about parts you've seen I mentioned like oh the the surfboard shield riding and I think you were like no I haven't seen that no, I haven't seen that, that <laughs> so that made sense I was like that's the like one of the big battles in Helms yeah. Deep but I guess it was a different battle he really liked
2: yeah yep I think <laughs> it's because he liked to rewind so if you want to see the whole thing you'd have to do a lot of like. You have to, fa- it'd be so much harder than like just rewatching one
1: part. So which section did he keep rewatching?
2: Um, the part, what is it? What was the elf's name? How? Ha- Hal- yeah. Haldir. The-, the part where he dies. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that's like the fourth segment. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Out of like nine, maybe. <laughs> yes. Okay. Right.
3: Interesting.
0: Mm-hmm. That's in, that's, that's when they retreat to the keep. Yes.
1: I would have for sure guessed the shield-riding one because I feel like that's one of the yeah. most action-packed, like... Yeah.
2: For some reason, the, sh- the uh, I keep thinking, like, is the shield-riding one in that part? But I feel like it can't be because I feel like I would have known it. But I think he does do that at one of the points when they're re- getting ready to retreat.
1: Yes, because Gimli's on, like, the outside of the wall and he's, like, going down to save him, I think. That was that part. Maybe.
0: It's um, it's the part... So, Legolas Surfboard. It's the last thing that happens before you go back to the tree boys. After we hang out with the Tree Boys for a bit, that's the they go back to Helm's Deep, and that's when the Elf Guy dies. Okay, so that's okay. why I, th-
2: that makes sense. So it was right after that. Yes.
0: <laughs> um, before we get into Helm's Deep, do you want to do we want to just do uh, Frodo and Sam, or do we want to just go into Helm's Deep?
2: We can talk about Frodo and Sam. They they don't do a ton.
0: To I like done. how their story starts because technically the opening scene with Gandalf, um, you know, is it's the dream that. Frodo ha- is having, right? Of Gandalf falling. Yes. Um. Come to find out when they've, when the, uh, yeah, when the fellowship members meet up with Gandalf and he tells them the rest of the story or whatever. Uh, it, it's pretty badass, but.
2: It's so cool.
0: <laughs> yeah, this, the opening is Gandalf, it actually shows him falling and he like catches up to the sword and he's being a badass. Yes. And has that amazing shot in the underwater lake cavern Yes. Of like super far away and you just see the light coming down from the Balrog. Yes. That's a cool way to start a fucking movie. <laughs> it, was, it was really cool. <laughs> and uh, yeah, Sam and Frodo are lost. How did he end up on a mountain after all that? He's like not even a real person, you know. No, I know. Sometimes I just, they're like, on mountains.
1: The logistics of like how Gandalf, he, he f- fell through, fell into the water. I get that. And then, like, when he he's talking about being
2: dead, I he's think like, he says something about traveling through like space time, basically. Okay. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> that's,
0: that's, he does. That's what he does. He lived like, he said he lived like a thousand Earth, like lives of a planet. Yes. And then, yeah. It's like, oh, yeah, they used to call me Gandalf. <laughs> it's like, I have had a lot of friends since the last time I <laughs> saw you guys.
3: <laughs> yes.
0: <laughs> Done a lot of cool shit that you'll never hear about. Uh, but yeah, no, he's sort of just like drifting into the collective unconscious I don't know whatever anyway yeah so these boys are lost I do like that they just start like that they're like
1: well
2: fuck we don't know how to get to Mordor this looks familiar it is Sam you idiot
0: (laughs) I hate you rock before I'm gonna yell at you so much this whole movie (laughs) it's the ring Uh, I, I like what Elijah Wood does with Frodo in these movies a lot I feel like he doesn't get a ton of credit because there's a lot of other stuff happening and I feel like this movie a lot of it, Viggo Mortensen owns, and then especially in Return of the King. Um, but I still like what what Elijah Wood's doing with Frodo, and uh, Sean Astin is Sam. They're really good, but they make a new friend in this one. Mm-hmm. I assume just through cultural osmosis, you knew about Gollum.
2: Yes, Cool. <laughs> I did know him in the My Precious stuff. Yeah, um, I I liked Frodo a lot more in this one. Not that I didn't like him in the last one, but. Just anytime you had to see him, it was just sad. In the last one, because he's just so sad, and and not that he wasn't in, the, in this one. Honestly, he was like angry and like I don't know. He had a lot more emotion to him than just defeated. Yes. Um. So I like that a lot, and I do do feel like Elijah Wood does really really well with it. Um. And it was nice to see him like be nice to Gollum because of that like speech that Gandalf gave him, and I like too that he's like. Uh, Because I don't know how much they into it, but like, he keeps telling Sam like, "Oh no, we gotta try and help him. We gotta try and help him. Like, I gotta see that we can like, we can save him." And Sam's like, "Well, we can't. You know, he looking at me sucks.
0: (laughs) This guy's the fucking worst. He's the fucking
2: worst." And every time, like, "Well, yeah, he's gotta see if he can save me. That's what he's gonna end up like soon. Like,
0: what do you mean? Of course, he has to know if
2: he can be redeemed." He's
1: like, "Yeah, we have to know he can be redeemed." He's like, "Well, I got bad news for you, Mister Frodo. He fucking can't. Anyone like that should die." And Frodo's like. "Eh."
0: (laughs) yeah that's what i i wanted sam to say that to faramir when he's like your brother tried to kill frodo (laughs) you've been like your brother was turning into this guy (laughs) this is that guy used to just be a guy (laughs) (laughs) like your brother (laughs) yeah uh but yeah so uh gollum he's uh one of the you know (laughs) craziest most interesting performances i don't even know what to say about it really he's weird did uh, the actor win anything for that? No, of course not. I feel like it was really good. Never. No stunt stunt people don't have their own Oscar and it feels like they should looking at like the fight scenes of this one. Mm. Um and certainly no motion capture or voice artists. So Andy Serkis gets hired to do the voice of Gollum. Don't they like
1: put him in a suit and isn't he like actually crawling around? And stuff Eventually,
0: for that? yes. Okay. They originally. So it, in Fellowship you can see that they have a model of, for Gollum, and it doesn't look like it looks like in this movie. Yeah. Because they cast Circus as it. They have Circus on set to do, like... They they film each Gollum scene twice, and Andy Circus is in one doing, like, Gollum stuff. And then another one they film that he's not in there, so they can put a CGI character in there. Uh, but they like what he's doing so much with his physicality that they're like, actually... <laughs> And obviously the other actors in those scenes are responding better to the ones that he's in. Right. Which feels just like common sense. I guess you're supposed to be a professional actor and do it the same either way, but if there's an actual guy there doing like Andy Circus faces at you, it's a lot more to play off of. Yeah, it's got to be easy. Like I don't care how good you are, it's obviously easier if you
1: have somebody to work with.
0: Mm-hmm. So then they are like, actually we're going to have him sometimes put on the motion capture suit. Um, they use the... They like rotoscope color or draw over the scenes that have already been shot with the new Gollum that they make because the new one they make actually, I don't know if this is like a nice thing to say about a person, but they make it look like Andy Serkis, (laughs) (laughs) Um, (laughs) which is, which is why they made a new version of Gollum. So they, so it looks like Andy Serkis so it can like mirror his facial expressions that they recorded him doing. Um, so yeah, so it is actually him doing like the motion capture and a lot of his facial stuff, they're mapping and having the Gollum CGI creation that they've done (laughs) do it. Uh, yeah, I just, it's, it's like fucking electric, the scene where he's talking to himself. I do like this. It's so good.
2: It's really good, especially (laughs) because like, I don't probably, I don't know if before, but things, characters like that, I feel like have been done a lot you know, characters that talk to themselves and act kind of, you know, a little bit like that. Um, But I feel like he does it really, really good. They do a really, really good job where it's not, like, way over the top or anything. Where I think it helps, too, because you have Frodo there the whole time, like, feeling bad for him and, like, reminding you to, like, pity him. So it makes him... I, I don't know if it's more believable or or what, but I, I feel like that helps a lot that Frodo's there. Because if Frodo wasn't there, I'd be like, oh, fuck this guy. <laughs> I hate this guy. He sucks. Why is he so, so, why is he, like, crazy?
1: But, like, it's, you could kind of just see, like, oh, this is just, like, a broken person. Like, they're just deeply, deeply damaged, and it's not 100% their fault. Yeah, I think yeah. it
2: helps, too, because we've seen the ring do so much already that you can really see how how he got to where he is. Yes. And I feel like it just makes his character a little bit more believable that you, you can see this.
0: Yeah. Yeah, man, that's a cool character. Do you think also not my idea or joke, but I saw recently a tweet saying like, do you think it made George Lucas really mad to see how well embraced this CGI character is (laughs) (laughs) after just a few years after what happened with Jar Jar? Jar Char- Jar was a horrible, horrible character. He's like, look, there's a CGI guy following these guys around. Everyone loves him. <laughs> he, oh, he talks funny, too. He has a weird voice. He's kind of the comic relief a couple times. I don't know,
2: Was he? Well, this
0: is George Lucas.
2: Oh, yes.
0: <laughs> oh, man. George Lucas is so dumb. <laughs> we hate George. <laughs> no, we like George. George is just a guy, you know.
2: But yeah, so they meet up with Gollum. He immediately leads him to the Lake of Doom.
0: He's a shortcut. the dead bug. I mean, you can see like how big the dead marches are. That if you were to go all the way around, instead of right across, it would take longer. Oh, much longer. And it's mountains. It's not like easy terrain. And he
2: does mention, he's like, none
0: of them come here. It's totally safe. Yeah, long as you don't. Astra. <laughs> yeah, long as you don't follow the lights.
2: Yeah, I really like that. That was really cool and those, Frodo like falling in and
0: those visuals are dope. The so cool. Even before he sees like the ghost zombie people coming at him, it just the kind of just under the surface dead bodies that you see. Oh, they're they really so cool. cool.
2: They're really cool.
0: Yeah, and like that's
1: pretty like. Pretty realistic as far as like actual bogs go. Like, that's. Wait, wh- what? No, well, like, it, bodies are. Pre- they pull bog bodies out all the time. That's where we get our yeah, most preserved not,
0: mummies. It's no. not this many bodies, though, is it? No. Most no, bogs not, have this many.
1: Yes. Not to that extent. <laughs> okay.
0: but, uh, not to this extent. But
1: no, like, that's how bogs work is like the bodies would be preserved. There, right, yeah. there is those methane bur- bursts. Like, okay. Really, like, I see what you're saying. Not follow the lights. Like, it's like, I don't know. We're just not used to bogs,
0: but. uh. This is. I'm not used to Bogs. This is news to me.
1: That that's. I don't know.
0: I like when there's like an
1: element of realism in the fantasy.
0: I I don't know. I think you're right. I just didn't know that about bugs. <laughs> um. Yeah. Him falling in. It's when you remember that. Uh. Peter Jackson got his start making like Sam Raimi style low budget horror movies. Mm. When he gets to depict dead people or zombies, he really seems to enjoy. Making them look like this.
1: I really like that, where like they look like a normal person on the
0: surface, and then like you can see, yeah.
1: like, oh, uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. It's that got kind of like really
0: the curt- cool. like the rotting mouth thing that the uh, Benedict Cumberbatch has in his zombie form, and Doctor Strange too. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I like that the Nazgul have a fucking dinosaur dragon looking That's things right. now.
1: Oh, what are those called? I forgot. There's a name for them.
0: Yeah, Nazgul, uh, pterodactyls. (laughs) No, No. yeah, there's a name for
2: them. I don't know, but that thing was wicked cool, especially too when they're yelling about the Nazgul coming. I'm like, "Oh, these fuckers gonna ride their horse through this bog," and I was like, "Oh, okay, no,
0: they have fucking dinosaurs. They're uh, (laughs) fell beasts. Fell beasts. He said. He said it's a fell beast. I think."
1: When I googled it, it's in their early days they ride on horses. Later they ride on flying monsters, which Tolkien described as pterodactyls. Okay, there you go. Which is kind of hilarious, but Phelbys is probably the name they were given.
0: It's just funny because you were like pterodactyls. Like
2: I was—that's what I mean. I was like dinosaurs. They're—they're
0: basically. um, Sam says potatoes. Yes, potatoes. I like—I like their back and forth. It's just Sam being an I, asshole to
2: him. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, all the things you say.
0: Yeah, it's, it's, it's fucked up. These guys shouldn't hang out.
2: No, it's funny too though because I don't mind when Sam does it. I because I feel bad for Gollum, but obviously he still sucks. And Sam's just so awesome that it's okay <laughs> if he's an asshole to Gollum.
1: Well, Gollum's being real gross about it, he's like oh, just fucking it. suck the blood out of his rabbit. It's like oh, that's disgusting, Gollum.
0: He's gonna make it singing terrible songs when they're trying to lay low. <laughs> Just be cool for one second, you jerk. Just because you not
1: be creepy as hell. For I
2: can't believe when Gollum gets him to the Black Gate, the Frodo was like,
0: we're just going to go in. <laughs> it's
1: like, all right, we said we're going to get to Mount Doom. I guess we don't have a plan.
0: So- that is one time that I feel bad for Gollum, even though he's a uh, like obviously there's another way. And he's like, why didn't you tell? He's like, master didn't ask. It's like, okay, <laughs> shut up. But when, but when they're like mad at him that he keeps pulling them back down when they're just trying to run into an open field, it's like, okay, actually he's good. He's right about that part. <laughs> we, Don't do that. We, we
1: covered this in the first movie. One does not simply walk
0: into mortal <laughs> and they're just going to walk in it's like, well, ba- Boromir was wrong about some things. Maybe he's wrong about that. <laughs>
2: <laughs> he didn't know.
0: Everything. Like, oh, when is this gate ever
1: going to open? It's like, well, probably the next time there's like a thousand people coming in and out of it. You want to go in any one of those times? Like,
0: <laughs> like in Gollum's defense, he did specifically say, "Take me to this gate." He didn't say, "Get me into Mordor safely." Which he should have said.
1: Well, and then, like, he's about to walk in. And he's like, wait, this was your plan? No, 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 you can't do that. I thought you wanted thought to you,
0: see it. Yeah. I thought you just wanted to take pictures. <laughs> I it was like a tourist thing. Like, what are you doing? T- you're walking in? though? No. And to be fair, if you, like, are a Grand Canyon tour guide, and someone says, "Take me to the Grand Canyon," and you take them there, and they start running at it. <laughs> You're gonna be like, "Wait, hold up!
1: Whoa, whoa, whoa. There's a path down. You don't have to run off
0: the edge. Why did you tell way. us about that? You, you didn't know. ask. I didn't think this would come up. <laughs> I didn't think this was your plan.
1: <laughs> They're going on their next tour. Okay, and just so you know, if you want to go into the canyon, you don't run over the edge. There's a there's a path. Okay, yeah, obviously you, you don't You don't.
0: Not the devil's advocate for for uh, here, but I think that is you. You can tell that's not full Gollum. That's some Smeagol in there. He was like, this is what you told me to do. I you didn't tell me your whole plan. I'm not privy to what you're doing. I thought you had. I thought you had a plan once we got here.
1: That's true. They didn't. Re- they didn't really ever tell him. Like, Mm-mm. I think they just said we we're going to destroy the ring. And can you take us they, to the black? I don't
2: eight. even think they told him that. I think I don't think they fucking told him anything. Oh, they're just. Can you take us to the black gate? Okay.
0: Yeah. Okay. Now time to go right into Mordor. Here. Wait, you want to go in? Whoa, whoa. And again, in his defense, you know, he, he definitely should have been like, you know, there's other ways into Mordor.
1: You know, there's that big glowing eye that's going to see you immediately, right? Yeah.
0: But that's like a Gollum thing is, you know, other people don't know there's other ways into Mordor, mm. but he's just, he's just crawling around these mountains all the time. All the time. I was it's assuming it was, years. I was assuming
1: it was because he escaped after they tortured him. Right. But I, yeah. Okay.
0: Yeah. But like, if you're going to go into Mordor, I guess you know there's a big gate. Mm. You don't necessarily know there's other ways. Yeah. Um. Gandalf knew. knew this dude would be important. Maybe. Gandalf
2: did. Maybe he said maybe.
0: <laughs> he said Bilbo's pity might. Yeah. Decide the fate of the world. <laughs> Who knows? And he yeah. didn't say he would decide it in a good way. No. <laughs> um. Okay. They end with. Uh, oh, we didn't even talk about Faramir yet. I don't <laughs> no, like we this haven't part. Got to- this part's basically added. It's not really in the book. Oh, interesting. Faramir, essentially, he's he's more of like a contrast to Boromir where he's pretty quickly like, ooh, I don't want to be around that thing. Yeah, that that thing silly. sucks. <laughs> um, Peter Jackson thought that it was actually not a good vibe to have in the movie that someone like doesn't want to be around the ring because the whole point is everyone wants to be around the ring. And he thought that would sort of detract from that a little bit. Oh, interesting. And then also they needed to like you know, stretch this out. <laughs> well, I like
1: that he, like, uh, initially wanted to be like the ring and then kind of like got that, like.
0: Yeah, it takes him a lot longer in the movie,
1: though. Oh, you mean in the book, like, he just immediately was like, oh,
0: shit. Th- you, he's, he's like briefly tempted, like everybody is, but it's more like Aragorn. Okay. He, like, looks at it real hard and then is like, this is for you. You would
1: expect more people to be like that because it's just like, oh, so this is just pure evil concentrated into a ring. Like,
2: right. I, I don't know. That's the whole. No, it's the ring is it can it makes yeah. you want it.
0: But I mean they don't they make a I think a good enough argument that Faramir isn't necessarily a bad dude. He's just really desperate and Gondor's in a lot of trouble.
2: Yeah. I am so sad that it they spent a whole movie trekking into Mordor and then Faramir just makes them leave, right? He brings them to Gondor. Mm-hmm. Right? They just back they left. They have to do it all again, right? <laughs>
3: Yeah.
0: <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's yeah. a neighboring, I mean, right? They're like, Asgiliath is not far from Mordor, but it's not like
2: they were in Mordor. Right. But right. they they were at the gate.
0: Yeah. <laughs> when they like show you the maps, they
1: seem to be like, it's really close. It, like yeah. this far. Well, I don't know. There's no, no measure on the map, but like as close as anything else is yeah. Gondorda. To-
0: yeah. All right.
1: Oh, you actually kind of see that from.
0: Oh, no, no, no next movie. Never mind. Well, they show you, there is a scene, I forget when it happens, but it shows you a bird's eye view of Osgiliath uh, before it even tells you that's what it is, but it's, and you see like the shadow coming over from Mordor and you see Mordor's right
1: there. Yeah. Like they could, from Osgiliath could still see like the mountain. So yeah. still sucks, but it's not like back
0: yeah. to the beginning. Yeah. They, he doesn't send them back to like the mines of Moria, <laughs> which would be funny. Um, Anyway. Yeah. So that's. Essentially, it for them besides the ending. So let's talk about Helms Deep
1: before we get off. We're Farabir. already over an hour. Uh,
0: I <laughs> I did see uh, this is a, a meme
1: that's Faramir is basically like one of one of your D and uh D D character died, and they had to come back with a new character sheet the next week.
0: Farimir. <laughs> How many Baramir's is this? It's the fourth one. <laughs> it's, a, it's a four Amir. <laughs> but anyways. <I> just, yeah. <laughs> this is the third time he's died. So this, this is a four Amir. <laughs> um, Alright, let's put Faramir behind us for now. He's in the next movie too. It's probably not that shocking. <gasps> yeah. But no other spoilers. Uh, yeah, I, I love the battles of Helms. The battles. Damn it, I already fucked it up. <laughs> I love the Battle of Helm's Deep. I love how when they're going there, it's really setting you up for the geography of this valley. It shows Mm -hmm. you a lot of times how everything is just coming to a point at this fortress. Mm -hmm. They go into like the deeping walls over there. No one's ever breached it. Wink. (laughs) Um, They talk about, then you also have uh, Grima talking to Soramon saying like, but there is a culvert. (laughs) There's a like a small hole under the wall there and it really sets up a lot of the geography. This is something we talked about in the Die Hard episode almost exactly a year ago. Um, I feel like geography, I shouldn't say I feel like that makes it sound like an original thought. I'm sure someone else has thought of this, mm. but just, I think generally in an action movie, knowing geography is as important as knowing like where out of bounds is in a sports game. Yeah. You know, you need to know what you're working with and to set up, one of the uh, best action sequences in any movie ever. You, It's really nice to know. Here's where all the people are. Here's where they're positioned. And here's the impenetrable wall. And, and here's that hole in the wall. Here's that hole. <laughs> one it's thing...
1: Sucks their engineers weren't a little bit better and couldn't have put that underground. Like, yeah. just did a lot of...
2: I think the thing is, it had never mattered before. And it wouldn't not, have mattered, but... As soon as Grima tells him about it, he's like, oh, yeah, and we invented gunpowder. <laughs> and they tell you that right away. They tell you about the hole. They show you the whole bunch more times. And I don't know if it's because a lot of stuff's going on or if it's because the movie's long. Totally forgot about the hole. <laughs> or, yeah. like, I think I remembered the whole, but I forgot about the gunpowder mm. until they, like, drop it there. And I'm like... Oh, wait, they can just blow this wall up. It's a big problem.
1: Yeah. Although, to be fair, they probably could have blown the wall up without the hole. I don't know if the hole was the deciding factor there when you had the that much uh, gunpowder, but <laughs> yeah. I guess it gave him a good angle to blow things up. But they definitely could have blown him. Uh,
0: I mean, with that much gunpowder. <laughs>
1: like, I was expecting one
2: bomb
0: and they just keep fucking stacking those things.
2: And then their Olympic torch guy comes out
0: yeah i I have it written down as like the olympic torch run i always forget that he does like superman dive at the end and it's so good it's such a i don't even know is, is if it's funny or just cool or what however i feel about it i feel very strongly about it it's awesome I would love to know what the
1: motivation structure is for the orukai because, like, they just told that guy, like, "Hey, you're gonna go dive on a bunch of bombs. Like, that's that's your job." And he's like, "Guess, boss." Like, is there like a like a, a heaven they go to? Do they get like seventy two virgins or something?
0: Like, what's the orukai? <laughs> nah. They're essentially slaves. So
3: yeah, you're
2: supposed to feel bad for them, Robbie. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Can you tell? Um... <laughs> in the lead up to the battle, I feel like there's so many good scenes of them walking around and everyone keeps like being negative and eventually fade and just like, what do you want me to do? We're here already. They're coming. He's like, that's, that's not going to work. They And He's like, what the fuck do you want me to I do? Then I love that scene. <laughs> yeah. Even like
2: everyone's, the other thing too, is everyone's depressed the whole time. And I'm waiting yes. for someone to give a big speech. I'm like, like gonna everyone rally. just gets
0: more depressed
2: everyone just gets more depressed and then it like culminates with Aragorn being like you gotta do something he's like do what we can't go anywhere <laughs> they're all on their way here they're gonna be here in like two hours what do you want me to do but yeah. the one thing he does is Aragorn's like you could send for help and he's like no no no, 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 right. no, no. I, I would, would I do like, anything from maybe we like send one guy on a horse out it doesn't hurt to ask <laughs> you know there
1: could like be like Gondor people. Help.
0: <laughs> yeah the elves certainly won't. And it's, it's nice when the elves show up before. Yeah. there's a lot of good scenes before that. There is um, the one scene, which I, is probably there, where Aragorn walks into uh, the room that Theoden's in. It's like a makeshift kind of throne room thing. And there's just a gratuitous slow motion shot of Viggo Mortensen slowly like opening the door and just like walking in smoldering. And you're like, oh, they know what they're doing. <laughs> There's no this isn't an action sequence he's walking in the room to have a conversation but it's in slow motion very funny
1: i love when he goes up to the kid and he's like can i see your sword and he like hands it to him and i can see on my tv that this is like a pitted not sharp yeah very
0: not a good sword sword. he's "Mm -hmm, just like good sword
2: very good sword." i was (laughs) expecting a speech then or something
0: no he just swings it around a bunch he's like it's a good sword.
2: <laughs> I'd, I'd survive with this. You won't, but... Um,
0: it's like, are you deep, sure? I can, like,
1: touch the blade. Yeah. It's fine. <laughs> You're right, yeah. Uh,
2: leading up, up to pole. <laughs> Helm's Deep, I really like when they fight all the orcs on those... What are they called? Wargs. Wargs. Yeah.
0: Going back to the warg fight. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. I like the warg fight a lot.
2: I like it a lot. It, I feel like, too, this uh, movie has a lot of contrast to the last one because there's a lot of fighting in this one. And I felt like there was not a lot of And a of lot fight. of,
0: like, large-scale fighting, too. Yes. yes.
1: You know? I love the like how that starts off, too, where they're like, oh, eh, the horses are just really upset about someone. It's like, oh, it's a big fucking wolf monster up on the yes, side of the cliff. <laughs> cliff.
0: That fight, I feel like, is really important because they haven't done, like, a huge-scale battle like they will with Helm's Deep and like they will with a bunch of stuff in the next movie. Um And I think it's really important to establish this kind of, I guess, medium sized battle where you have so many different things going on that all sort of, you know, cohere into this piece, but there's like little games that everyone's having. Like Gimli's getting the things piled on top of him.
2: Yes. (laughs) When he snaps that guy's neck, I was like, Oh my God. That's awesome. (laughs) Yeah, Yeah. It was so great.
0: Yeah. Obviously, Aragorn gets his arms stuck on the warg and goes over the cliff.
2: Yeah, they make you feel yeah. like he's dead.
0: That's the scene where Gimli's like he's starting to push it off and then like, well, like yeah, another no, no,
2: no, horse another thing falls yeah. on top of it. Yeah. Like three different things all pile on it.
0: Yeah. Good. So there's like you get you're establishing that all these characters have like their own things that are going on. That one's comedy. Aragorn's is I guess there's there's some suspense. You're supposed to think he's dead. Um not in the books. He doesn't like fake die in the books. Um
1: did they start counting at that point too, or was that not till Helmstead? I think, Helm's I think no. there's
0: oh. some there counting. might be some counting there. There they establish a bit of counting there. Okay. Yes. So yes, it's it's important it's you know I really like that bit G- it's, Gimli's it's always the comic relief huh
2: <laughs> yeah I honestly think he might be my favorite
0: he's really fun he's so good <laughs> by by the time he's saying like toss me and, don't tell the elf yeah, don't, yeah. Don't I'm thinking to myself like oh I love these characters <laughs>
2: yes <laughs> I really like these characters a lot <laughs> they are those those three are my favorite they're for sure
1: yes
0: they're like, the best like, oh
1: cause before that he's having the like he's talking to the girl when he's on the horse about like dwarves and stuff like that and she's yep. just like looking at Aragorn like oh, this adorable
0: bat like Aowyn <laughs> and Aragorn are bonding over how dumb Gimli is because <laughs> that's when he like loses control and falls off and they're just like look at this oh, idiot like I <laughs> meant to do that that was intentional yes, that was
2: intentional It's also
1: funny. Think, like, I think Gimli's probably like twice as old as they are he's probably like 80 yeah. years old or something like that <laughs> dwarves have like a 200 year lifespan so yeah
2: <laughs> and then it, when they're on the wall helms deep too and he's like don't tell me what's happening <laughs> and he's like would you like me to get you a box <laughs> and he's like yes ha, ha, ha,
0: ha. uh the beginning of this movie is the first of many times throughout it where their stuff starts and uh, we didn't really touch on it because we got to them like during the battlefield, but all the running they're doing at the beginning, and Gimli saying like <laughs>
3: we're, <laughs> we're made natural for, for we're sprinters. Not, we're,
0: we're, natural, <laughs> we're not made for marathons or whatever he he's he's says. Cross country, yeah, well, yeah. We're not, I'm, I'm wasted on cross country. He yeah, says so.
2: cross country. Dwarves are natural sprinters.
0: Yeah, it's just like oh, I would watch this if they broke this up like they broke up the Hobbit into like multiple movies off of one story. If there was just one of these three dudes just like sprinting through the countryside and hunting orcs, I'd watch that. (laughs) These guys are great. (laughs) They are. They're so good. They are. What do your elf eyes see, et cetera? (laughs) Um, But anyway, maybe we'll insert that back so it makes more sense. But anyway, um, I love In Helm's Deep. These movies are so score heavy. There's a lot of music in these movies. Oh, it was uh, Howard Shore. Does- so yeah, as we all know, Howard Shore does the music in this. <laughs> um, so Howard Shore's music is is you know iconic. It's throughout these movies, I, and it's even funnier that we used iconic there because iconic refers to images, and we're talking about music. Um, and Icons, I got it. Yep. Um, I think it's. I, I don't even know what the uh, echoic. I don't sure. know. Anyway, um, auspicious. Auspicious. So. The music is all throughout these movies always like in big moments it's swelling we already talked about the 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 last march of the ends and the music swells but when the battle is about to begin it is silent mm. and it is so effective that you haven't even realized that it's like you've had a fan on that's making white noise for the whole movie and then all of a sudden you turn it off it's not there and uh you just hear like the marching from be- oh
1: god it's it's just so good <laughs> and uh, this battle happens at nighttime and it's nuts because I can see every fucking okay, thing that happens. Right away.
2: Right away. I think there was even another night scene and I was like, wow, they don't they just don't make it dark when it's nighttime. I was like, why 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 don't all movies do this? Like, well,
0: like and this was actually shot outdoors at night. And people so.
1: are like, oh, like realism. And it's like, what do you mean realism? They're fighting it, but you're gonna tell me they couldn't see anything while they were fighting. Like, no, there was stars, there was moons, there wasn't smog blocking all
2: of
0: it. It,
2: like, I don't understand why every movie isn't like this.
0: Well, I mean, we can say that about a, m- a number of things with these. It's like, I wish every movie was like, but okay, yes, yeah, especially but, with the night photography. Yeah.
2: yeah, I feel like that's a big thing now is movies are just like so dark you can't see anything. I'm like, the, what the fuck? Why am I, what am I, I'm not,
0: I, I came yeah. to watch. People like, always talk about Game of Thrones with that too, just to not exempt TV from the you can't see anything at night discussion. The,
1: the best explanation I've gotten is it's very expensive to film in 4K at night and they can just, Save money by making it not viewable, but
2: was say, that was the one thing I thought I was I like, oh, you can save a lot on CGI if you just can't see.
0: That's the, I guess, the conspiracy uh, theory. Uh, yeah, I guess. I mean, I always think about with that Pacific Rim how all the fight scenes are at night because it's like giant robots fighting giant monsters, and it is easier to do CGI at night. <laughs> uh, anyway, um, yeah, that movie was CGI. Yeah, yeah, that wasn't real. Whoa, <laughs> well, not real. Um, what was I gonna say? Yes, it took them about three and a half months to film Helm's Deep. Wow, um, they were filming nights, so they were like, you know, into the wee hours of the morning or whatever the New Zealand expression is. Um, filming, 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 lots and lots of extras. Um, percent uh, of New Zealand, I heard. Of New Zealand. <laughs> um, Whatever. <laughs> There's uh, one of the like special features with Vigo Mortensen. He's, he talks about like he started keeping track of how many times he was killing each stuntman <laughs> and like the different <laughs> guises and stuff. And he said, I don't know how many it is, but I know I've killed all of them at least 50 times.
1: <laughs> and, um, that would be a fun out of context quote.
0: <laughs> yeah. There's all kinds of stories of like, I think in the Wikipedia it says that they started... Um, swearing at each other in Maori all because they were just there. You're just standing there. They're like spraying water on you. It's 4am. You're cold. It's nighttime. And so just to like pass time, they, they would be like singing songs and stuff That's really um, just because there's so many extras and they're all in layers of makeup and wearing armor that even though it's not real is probably still heavy. Oh, sure. um, yeah. So It's just, these scenes are incredible. It's just, you know, there's some miniature work and forced perspective stuff, but they still, you can tell when when they're on that wall, they this is a set this isn't CGI they, I was gonna ask if they built that like
2: it's so cool yeah it looks really cool all their like weapons of war stuff too that it, when they bust out the big ladders that like go
0: I <laughs> <laughs> didn't even know the ladders were going to fucking like accelerate and become huge ladders
2: <laughs> <laughs> bigger ladders And the when they the first couple when at the beginning when they're dropping the ladders on too and like they kick a couple ladders over be like oh this be awesome all these the or the guy climb ladder I just kick this thing it, all the orakai on this ladder fucking die it crashed down it kills them I was like these ladders suck I was like I would never want to climb one of these to fucking fight it. and then they go to the next one they, they drop this fucking massive ladder and as they're picking them like oh when that thing tips over it's gonna just crush everyone and then those huge hooks drop down I was like okay no one can ever move that
0: I really its <laughs> part of the wall now part of the wall
2: now
1: I, I really like the hooks too because when I like caught a glimpse of them this time I'm like wait those are just the big orakai swords that they attach to the ladder <laughs> <laughs> it's just they're oh, the same yeah. exactly. Like, yeah, they do they like they look the, look the hook just thing, like, thing at the end. Yeah. So like they they don't know how to build many things, but they do build that one thing very <laughs> well.
0: <laughs> oh man! The, so it's I I actually did kind of write down big moments as they happen throughout this, but you know it's cutting back and forth. It's doing some other stuff, but for the most part, the meat of it is from before the battle. I guess they kind of they improvised the like the stamping of the staffs or whatever the weapons when they start like pounding them on the ground Mm -hmm. um, before the fighting actually starts. That through them returning back to the keep and like all is lost and they're sad is pretty. I mean, there's some interruptions with checking out the tree boys, but that's kind of it. Then there's a pretty big section with the tree boys, and you see. Uh, the hobbits in Osgiliath. And then that's when they're like, Oh, it's daytime and they come back out. But all that being said, this is a cool sequence. What are, what are some moments that you guys like besides the ladders and obviously the elf dying, which you've seen so many times. I didn't like the elf die.
1: I love the first couple volleys. Cause it really made you think like, damn, like they could just like take these guys. Like they took out like a thousand of them right off the bat. Like with the first, like three volleys, like if they weren't able to get on that wall so quick, That really would have been a very, like, even with 20,000, that would have been really difficult to take.
2: If they didn't blow up the wall. Yeah. And they could just keep, like, kicking ladders over, shooting arrows at them and stuff. They were in a pretty good spot. He
1: was right to feel a little cocky. That's that's the point, right? Yeah, no, because, like, it's like 300 people, and he's like, it's really hard to take this wall. And it's like, oh, okay. But they do a really good job of showing, like, yeah, they had to get very creative to actually take
0: them down. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they do. There's um a great moment before the first shot is fired by that old guy who just kind of like lets it go. Yeah. That like you can see he's like shaking. Yes. And I noticed that's a cool moment.
2: As soon as he drew that ball, I was like, it's all these elves. And that old guy, I was like, that guy looks like he can't even hold the, the fucking arrow in because he's already like shaking. And then like 30 seconds later, Pew! I was like, oh. <laughs> I don't know if you saw the. It's a good um, shot, too. (laughs) It's a good shot. I mean, there's a lot of targets.
0: (laughs) There's just so many moments that I love. The first section has when, you know, them coming, and it's so tense, and the music's not there, and then they're panning across the wall, and you see that Gimli can't see over
3: it.
2: (laughs) (laughs) It, All the comic relief stuff with Gimli is just so, so good. He fucking kills it in this movie. He does. He just crushes it. It's so good.
0: I didn't mention this last time but it's not the first time we've talked about Jonathan Reese Davies either. He's a uh, Sala in uh, uh, Raiders of the Lost Ark. Hmm. So Indiana Jones's cool friend that has a uh, lot of kids
2: when um when they start counting. Is, is really good because Gimli yep. starts he's like I've already gotten four and like, like I'm at 19. 19
0: 20 21 I mean it makes sense one guy is has an axe and yes. no range and one guy is the best marksman in the world potentially
1: <laughs> I love it, how everyone's like not terrified but like not happy that the orcs are on the wall and his first reaction is like yes finally get yes, more up yeah, here yeah. Yeah, bring them Can- to me
0: yeah <laughs>
2: <laughs> oh, so good not the vibe Gimli not the vibe <laughs> not read the vibe. room man come on here this, that guy peed himself <laughs>
0: uh, this first section after the ladders come up and, and before they start counting there is yes a Wilhelm scream speaking of late Raiders of the Lost Ark which also has a Wilhelm scream yeah yeah uh, it's uh, it's in there because Peter Jackson is a is a cool guy who is at his heart a huge nerd <laughs> So all the huge nerds have to put Wilhelm screams in their movies. <laughs> um, then the next time we come back, it's um you see the tree it's it's with the hobbits and the and the ants, and then it immediately cuts back to Gimli counting. I think, which is very funny. Um, and this is when the bomb happens, and it's really cool. It's I love so that. cool. I always love that Aragorn is immediately like, I, f- I think I know what that guy's doing. Take him out. <laughs> so I,
1: I, I'm not 100 percent sure, but the giant dude with sparklers, he's probably a problem. Like yeah,
0: that's
2: a problem. <laughs> he's like, let us kill him right now. You Just have to kill him right now. Look like, at him. immediately.
0: Let tries. He gets him a bunch of times, but that guy makes one desperate Superman dive at the end. Well, that's that's why I was like, I am about to die, and you cannot stop me. That was the thing. Like
1: you shoot me with as many arrows as you want. Like I'm like on my way to kill myself <laughs> Like
0: <laughs> yeah you can't kill me I'll kill me <laughs> like that guy probably f- died thinking that like I just won is this thing <laughs> men are over and it's because of me <laughs> <laughs> I did it oh, man. he definitely thinks that yeah. Good for him. he's thinking like he's having his own end of V for Vendetta moment <laughs> meanwhile they only had a couple hours till the sun came up I guess and shit was done for them. Uh, Uh, Man, yeah. This is also when you see the S.H.I.E.L.D. guys who have made like an iron caterpillar going up the ramp. And I love that. You start seeing them fall off, and you're like, "What's happening?" And the battering ram comes through, and you're like, "Oh, the battering ram was just knocking their own people off the ramp because fuck it." That's <laughs> how little they value each other.
1: They have a high <laughs> value on orc life, yeah.
0: Which it's like, it's like terrifying, but it's really funny that like they decide to show you all these people falling off, and you don't know why, and then the battering ram pokes out. And uh, yeah, I love all those scenes with the battering ram. Battering rams are good dramatic devices. I don't know.
2: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that the defense for the battering ram is like this people on the other side of the door, they're like, just push the door, just hold it in place.
3: <laughs> I,
1: I love a- that they, they blew up the wall and still were like, but also this other door. Like, I feel like your effort direct, be- better spent. Like, you guys all could have just caterpillar
0: through the hole in the wall. <laughs> You don't, you don't want to let them amass their forces at any one point, I guess, uh, if you outnumber
2: like, them. It's all sectioned off, so they got through a wall, but they had other areas they still couldn't access.
1: Oh, that was like the outer wall, and the door was probably to the city or something. Or it was the keep or something. Seem, to, seem
0: to be yeah. That makes sense.
2: Yeah, they have to keep breaking it through more and more spots.
0: And this is also, of course, um, with this, this sequence ends with Gimli jumping off the wall into a bunch of people, and uh, Legolas doing a surfboard. It's Hell so yeah. cool. And you had never seen that.
2: I'd never seen that.
3: No. So that must have
0: been pretty cool. Yes. Could. I'm glad. Yes,
2: it was cool. I, I definitely thought I was like, you could probably shoot all these guys while he runs down the stairs, though, so, right? <laughs> Come on, because he doesn't surf particularly fast.
1: Yeah, but then he gets to shoot the shield at somebody else, which he is does. also
2: super cool. But <laughs> he launches the shield in and it just pierces into them. I'm like, oh my god!
1: Keep it's in mind, skateboards don't exist in this world. Yeah, this he, he invented that. Totally
2: <laughs> original thought.
0: <laughs> yep. And then we see our tree boys, and then we come back again, and that is when. Um, Haldir dies, they return to the keep, and uh, they go, our fellowship friends go to the front door, see that it's not working out, Theoden tells Aragorn to buy him some time, and that's when they sneak around the side entrance and he has to toss him.
2: Awesome. Yeah. Love it. And then I love that they get even when that was talking. I was like, "Wait, how the fuck you get back in?" And they're like, "Just throw you a rope." And I was like, "Oh, okay, I guess that's fine."
3: <laughs> and
2: then
0: Legolas is like, "Fuck, I didn't plan. I thought other people would help, but they're all busy. Um, I don't want to ask." Yeah, but yes, the I mean his delivery on toss me, and he's just like, "I don't want to say it again. I'm not, I want to say it for that long. Just toss me. <laughs> just do it. Don't tell the elf." It's "Like you sure? Don't huh? tell. Me. Don't tell the elf. Never." <laughs> Um, oh. <laughs> Right around this point, maybe and a, they kick ass on that bridge, too.
2: They do kick ass on that bridge. If Uh, We can take them. <laughs> this is what he says. It's like, dude, there's like 10,000 of them out there.
0: <laughs> okay. <laughs> Good thing none of them had arrows, I guess.
2: <laughs> right around this point, maybe a little after this, is where I hit the point where I was like, they can't win, right? I was like, I think I had forgotten about Gandalf or thought that was like not tomorrow. Mm. You know what I mean? Like, he was like, <laughs>
0: Cause he was like, um, it's this. dawn on the fifth day and I, I've lost track of days.
2: I lost track of days too. So I wasn't sure if that was this battle or if he was coming back in the next movie, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? For who knows what. Mm-hmm. So I was like, I, I wasn't sure they were going to win. And I was like, what the fuck? Where are they going to go? <laughs> Cause they have to leave or some shit if they don't win.
0: Well, they did mention the back tunnels too. <laughs> the, yeah.
1: And they were just like, oh, they'll be picked off afterwards, which.
0: Yeah. Or they can't move fast enough. It's like, well, you gotta try. Yeah, you gotta I do think. you
1: gotta do something. And also this battle will buy up like at least a couple of hours. Right, I mean. yeah.
0: Um, so this is before we get to like the good stuff happening. This is when we check in with the tree guys, and uh finally the Gondorians, I think they're technically what knights of Ithilien is uh our group. Um the tree guys decide not to help and they go south. And he sees, and Treebird just has a lot of good quotes in this section. He says, My business is with Isengard tonight. That's a cool line. Mm-hmm. Uh, he says, yeah, My business is with Isengard tonight with the Rock and Stone. And I'm like, Oh, I've heard that before. Rock
3: and Stone. Yeah,
2: he said, <laughs> I, I noticed right away that he said Rock and Stone. I was like, I wonder
0: if this is where they took it from. <laughs> I mean, Maybe. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and that's just uh, you know, this it's likely we go to our doom the last March of the Ents. It's really cool shit. And, uh, yeah, and the Nazgul get to Osgiliath as Frodo is like, you can't keep us around. Yes. They're gonna come, and then they do, and the Nazgul are here. I
2: am always amazed, because everybody knows the Nazgul. Like, <laughs> these guys are just always a fucking problem, huh? It's not God, like they're here. <laughs> yeah, it's not like they just, like, existed now that they're after Frodo. They've always yeah. been around, huh? They've just... Like thousands of years yeah. at this point.
0: Yeah, I think the Gondorians know known well because they they were men.
2: Yes, and they're, they're
1: also they the they're, old they're, kings.
0: Yeah, they're the, the old the kings. kings.
2: And they're their neighbors. And we mentioned
1: earlier... God, we don't stop flying really your dragon outside my window.
0: <laughs> uh, Minas Morgul was the like twin city of uh, Minas Tirith, which is the Gondor capital, and then fell to Sauron's forces. So they, you know had once upon a time, a pretty tight relationship, but obviously these guys are mega evil now. Anyway, the reason that I'm saying this other stuff is happening at the same time before getting to the Helm's deep conclusion is because all of this is set up and I check the timeline not to see like, Oh, this is drag on just cause like I'm curious and uh, it's like a three hour long movie, but all of the stuff that's about to happen happens in the last 20 minutes. Because at this exact point, there's 23 minutes left on the timeline, including credits. So less than 20 minutes until the actual end of the movie. Mm-hmm. And the fight at Isengard hasn't started yet. Um, Frodo hasn't had his like thing with the Nazgul in the ring yet. Yeah, And Gandalf hasn't gotten to Helm's Deep yet. And that all happens in about 15 minutes.
2: Yeah, they do. They... The, they pace it really well the three yeah, like stories like that are going on.
0: You don't feel it like you feel like oh this is the climax of a bunch of things that must be spread out over the course of this 3 hour movie. And it's like no.
2: no.
1: They save that last bite is the best one.
0: <laughs> yeah. This is like Sam we need to have Sam have the ability to monologue over the end of all of these stories. Yes. <laughs> um but yeah, so then Aragorn says, uh, you know, ride out to meet them with me. Like later like you know what? Yeah. Hell yeah. Good that sounds idea. badass.
2: I want to ride my <laughs> horse down this fucking bridge full of orca.
0: Yeah. That sounds cool. <laughs> I want to do that. Uh, and then he starts doing his, like, the horn of hell hammer shall sound in the deep one last time. And uh, Gimli, is because he can't ride a horse, I guess, is on horn duty. He
2: just seems like a horn duty kind of guy. I feel like he'd enjoy doing the horn. Hell yeah. Uh,
0: I think about Théoden yelling fourth Aer a-, a lot because it's a cool thing to yell. He yells forth a erlingus and they ride out yes and uh they do they do a pretty good job but they don't have to do that much before gandalf gets here yes and like gandalf's here and then's like and amir is here too he's yeah. like well okay <laughs> gandalf could have taken them all <laughs> For probably he keep, he puts the sun in their eyes and they're like what the fuck <laughs> what is, is that this thing sorcery <laughs> that does the sun yeah picked, I, didn't, I didn't do that that's why he, that's why I said I'm going to come from the east because we're going to time this shit so they're looking directly at the sun by accident. It's actually a really good battle strategy. Oh, it's great. It's a great idea. We're going to come down a super steep hill. And the sun's going to crest it right as we're doing that.
1: It's over, orcs. We have the high ground. It's over.
3: <laughs>
1: <laughs>
3: yeah. <laughs> like Never! <laughs>
1: it's funny because like I have seen people call it like a deus ex machina when Gandalf shows up and I'm glad you mentioned that,
0: yeah, it's not though he told them he was gonna, do I was gonna that. say like
1: I, I, I was paying attention this time I was like no he's literally like I'm gonna be back in five days and I'm gonna go like obviously he's gonna go get the riders of Gondor because he was like should we get the riders of Gondor and he's like they're too far away and Gondor's like fuck you all right I'm gonna take my king of the
0: horses we
2: haven't mentioned that he has the king of the horses yet
0: Shadowfax is a is a cool guy we all love Shadow effects.
2: <laughs> yes, I was a little worried when he's riding down that hill. I was like, King of the Horses can't get hurt by the orcs, right? Like, no. Nah.
0: No, there's no one. No, there. the
2: King of the Horses. I was like, because they're running at him. They all have spears out. I was like, mm. Mm. I'm like, oh no, look, he can just jump right over these guys and crush them. It's fine. <laughs> it's the King of the Horses. <laughs> but yeah, yeah they, he does specifically mention. I didn't like forget. I just wasn't sure when that was. Yeah, yeah, no, for sure.
0: Yeah. Well, in the lead up to them riding out from the keep, you do hear the voiceover going, look to the east on the dawn of the fifth day. Yes. They're like, oh, I bet Gandalf's here. <laughs> uh, but yeah, that's such a cool moment and they do that. And then in the extended cut, they get, they run into the Fangorn forest and get eaten by trees, I think.
2: Oh, that's cool. <laughs> um, oh, oh, I think the other thing that made me worried too was when I was getting concerned, that I was like, they can't win. It was still night and I didn't think the battle was going to go to morning. Gotcha. So I was like, oh, Mm -hmm.
1: yeah, right. Gandalf's going to be real sad when he gets here.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Yep. And we basically already talked about the ending of everything else. So uh, the ending of Helm's Deep is cool. I love that charge down the hill. It looks really cool. It looks really cool. (laughs) And you're like, well, you know what? If there's actually like a a strong fighting force on that side and people charging down the hill at them, they're not in a good position. (laughs) No. If they had been
1: able to plan a little bit more too, like it would have been dope if they had like giant boulders up there and they could push down at the orcs yeah. forts. but like obviously they, they had like 300 dudes just to defend the fort but there was a lot of like in normal times of fun stuff they could do with that setup. It's a very defensible setup.
0: Yeah, it is it is a really good setup and yeah, if you've willed their numbers down enough that reinforcements can come and just like be on the other side of them.
1: Where fucked. are they going to go?
0: <laughs> fucked. <laughs> yeah, man. Good movie. Especially Cal-
1: Calvary versus infantry. Like that's not a fun battle. Nobody wants to be on the cavalry side of that. Mm-hmm. Battle.
0: <laughs> and then we have, you know, Frodo doesn't put on the ring. Sam pulls him down the staircase. So the Nazgul doesn't like attack them, I guess. <laughs> um, and then you have the Sam voiceover and then we're basically done. The last little scene is them in the woods and, Gollum's like, ooh, I gotta murder them. And Smeagol's also like, yes, we gotta murder these
2: guys. Yes, they want to he feels like he betrayed him, so
0: he's gonna murder yeah. him. I well, he's him. not gonna murder him.
2: She is.
1: She is. Oh, she could yeah, do yeah. it.
0: She Yes, her. It. Yeah. I love that the two sides of him get on the same page in that conversation. Yes. It's great. It's good stuff.
2: Yeah, so they're in the forest. He's leading them there. The other guys are all still in Helm's Deep, right?
0: Yep. Yeah, the other guys are still in Helm's Deep. Um, yeah. and then Mary and Pipper and, and Isengard, I guess like, you know, that they're the, the and them are winning. I guess it, it doesn't really show like the official ending of the battle. Um, so uh, like we asked last time, what do you think happens next? One more movie.
2: Um, so I know the very end. I know Gollum falls into the mountain. Okay. Um, I know that there's an army of ghosts, or something. Okay. I have no idea how that connects to anything.
1: That's really... that When Ben was asking for spoilers for like to give you like one spoiler, I was going to say something about Ghost Army because I was like, that's going to fuck with them. But you apparently already knew that was...
2: That's the one thing <laughs> I know about the movie is that there's a Ghost Army or something or there's like a bunch of ghosts that fight. And I was like, I don't understand how, what that has to do with fucking anything. Yeah. How that is going to play in. Oh. So yeah. So I know the ghosts. I know how it ends. I think that's legit all I know about that movie. I have no fucking idea how Mary and Pippen get anywhere.
3: Right, Um, yeah. Now I'm getting
2: suspicious that nobody fucking makes it to Mount Doom except Frodo and Sam and Gollum. But I feel like they all have to meet up in the end. I just don't understand how that it's going to fucking happen. I have like no idea what could happen in this movie. I am pretty sure Gollum's leading them to a spider, a giant spider or something. Because Robbie mentioned spiders last time.
1: Hmm. Did I mention spiders last time?
2: Yes, you said something about spiders. No. Hmm. Um, I think you said that you thought they were in the two towers, but there weren't any spiders. So I'm thinking it's spiders. Um, and plus he said she, and I feel like usually when they there's some kind of monster that's a she, it's like a brood mother of some sort. That's fair. Um, hmm. so then I'm thinking spiders. I don't know though. Um, I'm literally assuming they're just gonna be trekking with Gollum to Mount Doom. They must. They must realize at some point that he's trying to kill them, but have no better option. I'm assuming. It seems like Frodo's at the point where he doesn't sleep, so they don't have to worry about him killing him sleep. <laughs> um, but I have no idea how
1: yeah, those bags under his eyes are just getting worse and worse.
2: I I'm assuming they're going to uh, the are like four other characters are have to go to Gondor though. Um, I I have no idea. I, it doesn't make any sense to me that this could. The, the conclusion I know that happens, I don't understand how we get there.
0: Well, I'm excited to rewatch it as much as I'm excited. I'm excited for you to find out. <laughs> yeah. So I'm cool like, really excited. Cool movie. Yeah. The, uh, it's crazy to be like, okay, we've watched two really good movies. We haven't given them ratings yet, but I hope you guys agree. And like, and the next movie is the most awarded Oscar movie of all time. <laughs> <laughs> I,
2: I know. I think that's the only thing that makes me like, so pumped about it. Yeah.
0: Oh, yeah. I didn't realize it was the most of all time. Twelve, it won twelve categories. <laughs> Damn, my bad. It's eleven wins. It only it only won eleven, not twelve.
2: But yeah, I have no idea what's going to happen. I have no clue how they get there. I, like I said, I I can't picture a way that they all end up at Mount Doom. Um, but I feel like it's going to be weird if they're not there.
1: Yep. Questions we all have.
2: Yes. <laughs> I feel like Gimli will have funny things to say about Mount Doom. <laughs> I'm not going up there.
1: (laughs) Got little dwarf legs, and
0: (laughs) um, I feel like this is maybe the episode in which we've most focused on what actually happens in the movie. Hmm. Yeah, because we really did, even more so than the last episode. We
1: managed to do it in half the time they did.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Uh, That's yeah, that's a good way to put it. At the end, Uh, I had the best game I've ever made. No, I'm kidding. I, I haven't made games for any of these because I assume we're going to talk for two hours. <laughs> um, ratings? Uh, let's give this one a, uh, some ratings. We all gave Fellowship of the Ring five out of five of something. So, what will we give this? And then I will upload our scores to Letterboxd. I think I gave Fellowship a 4.5. You might have given it a 4.5. You did. Okay. You gave it a 4.5. I'll start. Four and a half out of
2: five towers.
0: <laughs> Oh, no. <laughs> All right, well, I'm going to need some time to think about mine then. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's it's five out of five meats that are back on the menu, comma, boys.
1: Can I do 0.75? No. No,
0: you know this. <laughs> know. You've been on every episode. Right? All right, well,
1: 4.5 out of five worm tongues. Ugh.
0: Uh, But asking to do 4.75, would that imply that you liked this more than Fellowship?
1: Yeah, I'm I'm, I'm on a steady scale. Uh, You know what I mean?
0: Yeah. With all the stuff we talked about with the adaptation, I feel like this is a, a really high degree of difficulty pulling off this movie and making it actually flow. Um so I think it is maybe the most impressive one.
1: But I don't know. I just I'll I, know, I, feel I know re-watch. I'm giving return of king a 5 out of
0: 5 and I feel like I take away build. from that if mm. I
2: you, you know like I think I like the last one better than this one. Really? It's okay. Uh-huh.
0: Okay, it's uh, for a first-time watch. I think that makes a ton of sense because you're like getting to know the people and stuff. And
2: yeah, I feel like there was there's a lot more, more of world that.
0: building. And this
3: this one was a of, lot of
0: battle. Yeah, honestly,
3: this is yes. a lot of action.
0: Yeah,
2: a lot of action. The last one, like, none, it was all world building. Yeah, it was great action, but the last one was all like world building and meeting people. And um, like at the end of the last one, I think I probably could have told you all the characters they introduced me, like their names. And then this one, any of the new characters that they introduced me, I was like, ooh. Mm-hmm. Except for Faramir, because it was basically Boromir. I, <laughs> I remember Faramir, actually. Like, his
0: name's yeah. a lot like Boromir. I guess from this one, you really just need him, Theoden, Eowyn, and to an extent, Eomer for the next one. That's all you need to know.
2: Yeah, I, I forgot Eowyn, Eomir, and Theoden. And then, um... Oh, don't forget, they
1: introduced like, uh, Gandalf the White. Since yes. Gandalf the White's <laughs> a new
0: character. Oh, I remember Truebeard. used Beard. to call me Gandalf. Um... <laughs> Yeah, and Treebeard, you're not—you're never going to forget. I'll never
2: forget Treebeard.
0: <laughs> yeah, and that's it. That's it. What do you think happens with Sorimon in the next movie?
2: Oh, I didn't even... Th- He's got to be... He, he I think he dies early in the next movie. I don't know, though. I i was hoping they were going to collapse this tower and kill him, but I was like, his tower is pretty big. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think you're going to collapse to a couple of rocks. This is a big tower. <laughs>
1: Although it is very narrow. Like it's very narrow. Like he's got like and he dug st- out
2: a lot of the ground underneath it. <laughs> it's like
0: one 10 by 10 floor <laughs> on each level. Yeah. And there's like one pillar of dirt that is <laughs> extremely important. <laughs> very packed in. <laughs> very important. God, and it just and got... Guys, we dug out too much. <laughs> we cannot dig out any more in this area. <laughs> yeah, Wait, which very, one did we train to be an engineer? <laughs> like,
2: he's got one very compact pillar of dirt, and they just put a lot of water on it. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that is true like I didn't even think like he just literally was like uh, yeah, just dig like where well, I don't know, like right next to the tower yeah,
0: and you saw in fellowship when like the camera moved from Gandalf on top of the tower it goes straight down straight into
1: there's the- no clearance
0: there's
1: <laughs> <laughs> <Just, laughs> like a very big pillar of dirt with a very
0: big pillar of stone on top <laughs> of it this is he's an OSHA got-
2: violation he's gotta be careful
0: yeah that's not that is not up to code <laughs> no. There's no way. He's gonna regret it. Yeah. <laughs> we'll be
1: fine as long as like that dam doesn't
2: break. <laughs>
0: <laughs> that, mm, that ominously extremely high up dam. Which must have been so hard to build.
1: <laughs> yes, like, I'm glad I built that dam because this entire valley was a river before
0: I built my tower here. <laughs> I guess, right? Like... <laughs> okay. Where'd all these trees come from? They're old. <laughs> How old's the dam? It's really old. Tree <laughs> actually built it to grow more trees. Uh, Smart. Sora tower came after. Uh, yeah, it's actually a very shallow river, just that he dammed it at the source on top of the mountain.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Look up here. Hopefully we don't get a lot of snow or I think it just starts slowing over. And <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> it's just a waterfall, really. <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's a bad idea. We just dig a big hole for it to go into. <laughs> Sorbonne's like uh, basically an immortal spirit. Like I don't know building things. That wasn't part of
2: my education. A thousand lifetimes. Never have I ever done any carpentry.
3: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh man. Okay. Well, that's that'll that'll do it. You can find us on Stitcher, Spotify, Apple Podcast, iTunes, Podbeans. Google Podcast. I think that's everything I usually say about that. Check out the Instagram. It's late to the movies underscore podcast or underscore pod. Might just be pod. Yeah, whatever. Type pod. (laughs) If it doesn't come up, keep typing. (laughs) Um, We put up a fun poster every week and sometimes a few days late because I was busy last (laughs) week. Uh, You can email Noah at late to the movies at gmail.com. Both the Instagram and the email or the number two, not two spelled out. But anything else? Yeah, we have a T Public page. It's uh, it's the holiday season. Um, in fact, uh, well, we're recording this before Black Friday, but you're listening to it in like mid-December, so you need any last-minute gifts? Not sure how fast they deliver, so get those <laughs> orders in now. Um, that's on tpublic.com. I'm sure in the next week or two, they'll put a thing up on their website that says, order by now to get it by Christmas. You know how clothing stores do. Anyway, uh, and yeah, I think that's basically it. Thank you for being on, Robbie and Greg. Bye. Adios.
1: Looks like we're off the podcast, boys.
2: (laughs) Yeah, looks like. Podcast is off the menu, boys. (laughs) Podcast is off the menu, boys.
0: Stop asking. (laughs)